The Life is Beautiful Festival is opening its stages to local talent with the Rising Stars competition, which is going on right now. 16 bands are vying for a chance to get on stage at the city's largest music festival, and we listened to all of them. So today on CityCast Las Vegas, our staff, David, Layla, and myself, are going to make some recommendations for who we think should be your new favorite local band. It's Wednesday, August 9th. I'm Vogue Robinson, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Hi, David. Hi, Layla. How are y'all? Uncranky. Uh, uncharacteristically not cranky. How are you? <laughs> good, good. Thanks, Vogue. How are you guys doing today? Wonderful. I'm glad to get uncranky, David. That makes me happy. Yeah. Well, I listen to a lot of music. Oh, yes. It soothes the cranky beast. Same. So we all listen to some wonderful music by uh, a great group of local bands. And um, they're all, they all have something in common, which is they're in the Rising Stars competition for Life is Beautiful. So if you don't know about that, we're going to tell you about it. Layla, break it down for us. What is the Rising Stars competition? Yes. So this is year two of Life is Beautiful's Rising Stars competition, where they have local bands, artists, musicians compete to perform at Life is Beautiful, which is a huge opportunity to be listed on a lineup with artists like The Killers and like last year's Billie Eilish. And just to have your name on there is a huge deal for up and coming local artists. So this year... They had 16 semifinalists, and the rounds started last weekend on Friday, Saturday, August 5th. And this weekend, the 11th and 12th, is round two um, with more artists playing their 20-minute sets. And it's kind of like a battle of the bands feel. So each of us, since we're we're now going to play judges, and we're going to talk about our top two artists from our listening, because we all listen to this lovely Spotify playlist created by the wonderful Layla Muhammad. And if you want to listen, you can listen too, because we have the link. So we'll make sure y'all get that. David, let's describe your number one pick. I want to just say from the onset that I... <laughs> Here it goes. Look, look the preface. I want to say that I really enjoyed the wide diversity of music, that there were... Mm. Mm-hmm. multiple genres represented, lots of different voices, and that made me happy. There were some real standouts, and the one that kind of hit me the most, I think, is a band called Pure Sport. What? Yeah. <laughs> I like rock and roll, and this was one of the few truly rocking bands they made me want to go down the wormhole and see more of them, which is definitely a good sign. I don't know what punk rock music is anymore. I mean, I've been to the Punk Rock Museum. I understand yeah. it's a very big-ass umbrella. I'm going to put Pure Sport right underneath them. It's funny. They definitely have a sense of humor. They are definitely rallying against the man. But they're also kind of clever in their presentation. They sort of kind of dress up in suits. They want their fans to dress up in suits. They don't consider their shows concerts. They consider them meetings of Pure Sport LLC. They kind of got a fun little vibe and groove going. But straight up, it's a three-piece of straightforward, hard-rocking, fun-loving, 
punk rock. A bunch of young people. <laughs> Sounds right up my alley. My note for Pure Sport was probably fun to see live. Because mm-hmm. they're very, their sounds very loud, very fun. And I loved how they had Las Vegas visuals on when you listen on Spotify. Mm. I could recognize Las Vegas. I love that, guy. So let me give you their mission statement because they have one. <laughs> <clears throat> uh-huh. Welcome to Pure Sport LLC. Our mission statement is simple. Fuck you. Yeah, there you go. Employees Ooh. of Pure... <laughs> Employees of Pure Sport LLC will not receive benefits or pay. Uh, So it's like both like against and for the machine that is capitalism. So that hurts my spirit a little bit. But definitely uh, it is screaming like, you know, a certain component of of punk. And but I was also confused in the song Pizza Time because there were places where it sounded like a boot. And I was like, wait, I'm so confused. Are we from Canada or are we from Vegas or are we both? So, you know, what time is it? Pizza time. Great first choice, David. Oh, thank you. And if you want to read more about them, there was a really nice profile of them done at the beginning of the year by friend of the pod, Eric duran Volley on the list. So yeah, go check out more information about Pure Sport. I think you'll dig it. Yeah. Thanks, David. So what about you, Layla? What is your like number one pick? Which one were you like, yeah? So my number one, I'm really excited about Akasha, super vibey. And I apologize in advance at how many times you're going to hear me say vibe in this episode. Vibe. Vibe. Yes, but she is like a Jill Scott and Erica Badu, but on psychedelics. (laughs) And Erica Badu and Jill Scott are actually listed as two of her inspirations. Very spiritual and vibey and Music to listen to if you're doing a meditation or maybe if you're just going on a long drive, want to clear your head and... Oh, no. I do not recommend it for drives. It was very hypnotic. Really? I love that. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to send you. It might send you somewhere else outside your car. I I liked it, too. I like your idea of meditative because, yeah, it definitely puts you in that mindset. But, Mm -hmm. oof, driving a car, I might go off. Oh, I told Layla earlier, this is the, this is the music you char- recharge your crystals to. This is the sound bowl music. There you go. Even the artist says, the divine sound is amplified when experienced on medicinal psychedelics. There you so it's go. Like, don't do drugs. Don't drive. But go ahead and do drugs. <laughs> yeah, listening to her music m- makes you feel like you're going on some type of trip. Las Vegas <laughs> Weekly called her a musical enchantress in 2021. Um, She arrived in Vegas in 2012 and started off actually in poetry and in spoken word and translated her poetry and spoken word into music. And it makes sense when you hear it because it feels like musical poetry to me. It feels experimental and like something you need to just absorb. And all of this sounds like you're going to need to hold some crystals in your hand. There were a few poet voices that I de- distinctly heard, and I'm, I'm guessing that more than one of the uh, performers in the Rising Star competition have a foot, at least, in the poetry world or did at some point. So Akasha, definitely one of the standouts of that genre of translating poetry into music. 
Yeah, and you can really hear that in their song Breathe. So there's something for everyone. (laughs) Y'all, my favorite was actually the person who came through with the country music, Lennon Roach. Wow. I saw the name and I was like, ew, why is Roach in your title? But then the cover art had like this beautiful bee on it. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And it opens up and you get this beautiful raspy voice that's like, I gotta find me a woman who's sweet to me. And I was like, will you get you a woman who's sweet to you, sir? Thinking I find me a honeybee, a woman who could be so sweet to me. The sweetest I could find and the sweetest to taste. A woman who can be a better off in your place. Ooh. I love so many things about this artist, but they moved here from Alabama. Vegas was the last place that they were stationed, so they're a veteran. And he's just like trying to steal his own life back, reconnecting with his dreams and his love of music. And all of that just resonated with me. And then I was like, and now I need to go listen to Tennessee Whiskey, but the the Chris Stapleton version uh, and make myself happy. So that was the jam, y'all. I really enjoyed Lynn and Roach. There's a few artists that are in the country realm, but I feel like when I was listening, Lynn and Roach was the one that as soon as I heard him, I was like, oh, he's country. This is country. And I really enjoyed him. I think it would translate well to being on stage. I feel like the vibe would be different, but still really enjoyable. Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. Over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas's most talked about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, EDO, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist Steve Kessler from Aroma. Tickets are $150 and are all-inclusive of food and drink, so you don't have to pay for anything once you're inside. No hidden up charges. I went last year, and it was so crowded in the best possible way. We got one remarkable dish after another, and while it was a little indulgent, here's the best part. The net proceeds go to local charities. So head on over to VegasUnstripped.com to get your tickets now. We'll see you there. David, who is your number two artist in our list? I'm going to shoot out the other interesting voiced singer-songwriter dude, and that was Michael Richter. Mm. Yeah, real pleasant to listen to. Had a really nice angelic voice, had some nice range. Uh, It was funny. I was listening to it, and I was getting, like, gently some Jason Mraz vibe on it. Yo, I wrote the same thing down. I said, Jason Mraz? Right. And then I looked it up and he actually opened for Jason Mraz at uh, the Virgin Theater not terribly long ago. Of course he did. Nice. So that absolutely made sense. Like this guy definitely could hold his own with that sort of caliber of singer songwriter. I mean, the songs are highly personal, which is really nice. I I I think he shares that with Lennon Roach. 
One fun fact about him is he actually performed at the Life is Shit Festival. No way. And now he's in contention for Life is Beautiful. So I love that full circle. (laughs) Is that selling out, David? Oh, I don't know. I think it's evolving. I don't know, David. In different ways. I don't know. The Life is Shit Festival, we got to tell people what that is, if you don't know. It's like an alternate version. Like, I feel like it was birthed as a result. Almost a protest. Yeah, as a result of Life is Beautiful, where they were just like, yeah, that sounds cute and all. The punk rock attitude of let's not do flowers and roses. Let's be truthful. Life is shit. There's a toilet in front of like a dive bar. Right. uh, And there's like poetry. And then it's also a fundraiser for different organizations. Like one year, like they they donated money to like Cupcake Girls. But yeah, so to go from Life is Shit, the counterculture festival, and then to do Life is Beautiful, David. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you know, he's got some downtown cred, too. He's he did a live record at uh, 11th Street Records, which is very cool. And I don't know if you've ever been in there, a little recording area in the back there, but it's very intimate. And uh, I listen to his songs, too. Also, you know, uh, listening to the Spotify that Layla put together got me down the wormhole. And I was curious about a little bit more Michael Richter. And I listened to his live album uh, from 11th Street Records. Definitely Mm -hmm. great. Audience, very appreciative. Mm. Uh, I I saw some of his songs, highly personal. He has a really tragic story about his mom being murdered, and that is one of his inspirations to turn to songwriting, and that loss is chronicled in one of his songs Mm. uh, called 2014. Walk into my house and find the world upon my shoulder. Sit down on my couch and I will tell you all my sorrows, baby. I don't know what's going on with the world we think we're living on. But people waste their precious lives on silly thoughts in faded nights. So oh, oh, oh. Rough, rough, rough. He also has an interesting lineage, and I, I guess he's saying that his grandfather played guitar for Waylon Jennings. Uh, who is a storied and legendary country artist. So, oh, Michael Richter, uh, interesting guy, bearing his soul, putting it out there, really compelling. I think he'll do well at Life is Beautiful if he's picked, too. What do you think of him, Layla? Yeah, it's funny that you guys wrote down Jason Mraz. I wrote down Ed Sheeran because it sounds like all he needs is a guitar. And Ed Sheeran, if you've seen Ed Sheeran perform live, he just comes out on stage with his guitar and like one of those loop machines. Mm -hmm. And when I was hearing Michael Richter, I was like, oh, he he's probably on stage with his guitar just jamming and going at it. He had some interesting range, too. He was definitely hitting some really fun high notes and also kind of was going against his own rhythm. So really compelling, doing some stuff a little bit differently than most and Caught my ear enough to listen more. So uh, good luck to this guy. Yeah, his vocals really shown in his songs. Uh, I loved the lyrics. My funds are come and go, but I've got personality. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Who's your other one, Layla? So my next pick is May Joy. Aww. As soon as I started listening to her, I knew I was going to like her. Yeah. Because I feel like she has a very modern sound, like it would have appeal to a wide audience. The first thing I wrote down when I was listening to her was soft girl indie pop. Yes! She is indie pop, but it's kind of that like soft, like dreamlike kind of song that you Mm -hmm. see super popular in a whole bunch of TikToks. And um, I just feel like her songs are very in right now and her Mm -hmm. sound. And it has great music production. I felt like the quality of her music and 
just the clarity of her voice really came through in her tracks I was listening to. And I really like that she's from Las Vegas, born and raised. Mm. Uh, Always love seeing young artists coming up uh, who are born and raised in this town like me. She describes her music as dreamlike. And I feel like that really fits because it's very, very easy to listen to. If Akasha is not your driving vibe, I think Mayjoy could be very chill, windows down, breeze in your hair, feeling like a teenage girl. Mayjoy is probably um, an artist that I would recommend to my niece who's 18. I'm imagining David with the windows down, top down, with his hair and, and the flowing went in the wind. Went through his beard. Like teenage girl. Yes! Mm, mm-hmm, I wrote down mm-hmm. like a Carly Rae Jepsen like bubbles, but then also like some Kylie Minogue was in there too. It was Ooh, kind of the combo yeah. that I felt like I could I was getting from her. And then of course I looked up looked her up some more. She travels back and forth between Vegas and Minnesota. And so I feel like, aha, there it is. Like it's just enough grit and just enough like... We're just up. We're just in the trees. We're just living life. <laughs> the both combination. Yeah, you can definitely hear that Minnesota influence. Mm-hmm. What do you think of her, David? I caught the pop. I mean, definitely she's on the cusp of what is doing really well now out in the world. And I'd imagine that she could hold her own out there. I, I found the production to be a little overwrought and not really serving the musician. Not like Akasha. I appreciate that the dichotomy there of those two artists. Both very, very produced, but I thought that Akasha's production really served what Akasha was trying to put out there, whereas Mayjoy just seemed like this is what production is now and we're just going to use it. So it didn't really Mm. resonate with me as much. Definitely, if I'm going to pick which one's in the car, uh, if I only have those two options, I would I would go with Mayjoy. But I I think there's some others on the list that would be more of my uh, drive in music, even as I go to Minnesota this summer. Uh, although now now that there's a Minnesota connection, I might give Mayjoy a second try. Yeah, I was going to say all of this music requires a second listen. I think David, to your point. If the production is like in the way a little bit for you to connect to it, then that means that she's probably much better live. I bet, I bet. you like you get some heart out of out of that work live. Yeah, it was almost distracting for where I was, but I, I definitely recognize this is kind of the the pop music that that people are drawn to right now. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, so I would say my number two pick, and actually, really, I don't know, ranking rankings are whack, but <laughs> yes, also that we each had to just pick two. I mean, that was very limiting. Yes, I had to pick two. I don't even know if it's really number two, but and then I'm we're gonna acknowledge my bias because I've seen this band in person and like interacted with them and like hugged one of the band members. So whatever. Okay, who is it? Viaje <laughs> uh, Noal. Yes. So like their description is like electric tropical. The music is dead ass enchanting. Like it was playing and I was like doing dishes. Gonna, you know, I was just letting it play out and was like taking notes along the way. But then like I heard it and I was like, oh, I have to sway. I have to dance. Must move my body. <laughs> it like took over. And so like it's rocking. It's swinging. It's kind of like it's got the trance kind of feel to it uh, in the way that I think like the direction like Akasha was going as well. But for me, uh, this is my my vibe. Like, this is the trippy, psychedelic thing that I feel like I needed. I didn't feel like I need to be on something to get the full feel of it. Like, I was like, after a while, I was listening, and I was like, am I high? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
they also do a lot of dope stuff in the community. So like the first time I saw them, it was at the Giving Garden, which is connected to the Solidarity Fridge. So they're up there. They did like a four hour set. Wow. Didn't miss a beat. You know, just you could see the band's interconnection. And I think that's a thing that I really love to see is like that they're vibing off of one another. But then like every once in a while they'd look out and it was like that um, Care Bear stare, everybody with like love and chillness. <laughs> and they're just dope, you guys. <laughs> they're actually one of the few artists on the list that I had seen their name in the community before delving mm-hmm. into the rising artist stage because of how active they are. So I thought that was really cool. They're also the only one that I had to... I had no clue what genre they would fall into. So I had to look it up and it's listed as Latin Psychedelia Band. That fits. I'm going to tell you, I love this band. I did not know about them. I want to go see them now. So interesting. So intricate. Amazing musicianship. They create like a whole landscape that you move into to listen to their music. Uh, they are influenced by, I think, a lot of Latino groups before them that experimented the boundaries of music, and they fit right in. I did see that they're opening for a legendary uh, Brazilian band Ooh. called Os Mutantes that are going to be down at the um, Sand Dollar on August 16th. I definitely want to see Viaje Nual. Uh, they they really got me. They got me. They got me good. There are a lot of bands that have kind of caught that part of my brain, bands like Calexico and stuff that really play with the genre of what's traditionally considered to be Latin music, but take it to a new direction. They're very, very talented. Uh, I'm very happy that they're part of our local scene and that they do seem to play out a lot. Definitely worth checking out. And I wish them really well in this competition. Yeah. And just last little fun fact is that the group they're named after movement and the mysterious pre-Hispanic shamans from Mexico. That all comes through in their music, believe it or not. Yeah. Just the culture, the history, it feels both ancient and new. Uh, And so like it's a freaking the music is a whole ass portal. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, but this is a fun listening experience. And again, Layla, thanks for making the playlist because now it's easy for me to like send it to Bear so he could play it on the way to work and stuff like that too. So Yes, thank you. A lot of great artists. Okay, I know for me, <laughs> but I'm going to ask y'all, like, why is it important for you to see Rising Stars as part of the big-ass Life is Beautiful Festival? Well, I just want to point out that, you know, what whoever these 16 are, we don't know who applied or I don't know who applied. Right. And there are a ton of bands out there in Las Vegas just grinding it out and doing great. And we're not mentioning them because that's not the focus of this episode. Uh, I would like to see a lot of those bands perform at, at, at Life is Beautiful. I also like to see them get paid Life is Beautiful money. Because it's not just about exposure, but also acknowledging that there is a hometown scene. And whoever one of these 16 bands is going to be or performers is going to be is in a lot of ways going to represent the city. Like saying, yeah, we've got quality, too. It's not just all about imports. Yeah, I think representation is huge. And if you look at the top bands who have come out of Las Vegas, they all kind of fit into one look or one style. And so seeing an artist like Baby Keem, who came out of the West Side, win a Grammy, and that representation from Las Vegas, that was huge. So giving these artists a chance to get on their big stage or get their big break and 
have someone see them and gain more listeners or get a contract or whatever that could come out of this experience. I feel like that is important to give local musicians that opportunity because Vegas is, uh, we say this time and time again, a growing city and our music scene is changing and growing. And it's the fact that we don't have like a huge reggae artist in the world from Vegas is crazy because Reggae has been so big in Vegas for so long, and I feel like a lot of people outside of Vegas don't even know that. I love that it starts here. So for y'all, if you've not seen a local band you love, listen to the ones that we have suggested. Check out that playlist that Layla made. And also check out some of the local spots to listen to music, right? So like we have like Soul Belly, we have Taverna Costera. I don't know, David and Layla, do you want to name one or two spots as well that people can go to to hear local music? Sure. Dive bars back and run in. Uh, the Double Down is always a fun spot to hit some bands. The Sandauer, uh, both the original and the one downtown are killing it. Ferguson's actually doing a really good job. I noticed a lot of the bands that made the cut here have performed at the Ferguson, too. So really interesting. That's my favorite venue to go see local performances at is Ferguson's, especially if the weather is nice. Grab a blanket or some chairs, sit on the lawn and listen to some great local music. Yeah. David and Layla, thank you so much for this great conversation. I look forward to listening and talking music with y'all again soon. Same. Thanks, Vogue. You have two more chances to check out the Rising Stars competition this weekend, August 11th and 12th, and the final on August 18th at The Space. Check out the event and playlist links in our show notes. Now let's hear some news. What's going on, David? Well, Vogue, as you remember, I mean, we talked about on the pod, the 2023 legislature passed a law that would allow better and less complicated licensing of street food vendors. But the law won't take effect until October when municipalities need to start drawing up compliant regulations. We mention this because all was brought to a head by a recent taser-involved confrontation between a metro cop and a food hawker by the Welcome to Las Vegas sign. The video has drawn some strong opinions, both about law enforcement and the sale of food altogether in public spaces. Also, recent reports show a pretty mixed-up housing scene in Las Vegas. We had the country's largest drop in new home sale listings over the past month. At the same time, we're the only metropolitan area in the United States that saw a bump in pending home sales over the same period. Also, it looks like a giant uptick in single-family homes listed for sale in the Valley that had no sort of offer at all in July. Over 3,500 of them. That's a 51.9% change from the same time last year. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. Y'all, you got one job. Share this episode with a friend so that both of y'all can listen to some new music. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care. So let's, let's hit my teacup.